listening to Shady Pines Radio. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, on this episode of Everything and Nothing, we're going to be introducing a brand new feature for season two. Uh, it's it's honestly, it's a theme song. Uh, we have a fantastic guest today. It's Trista Tyree, who's yeah. the local Portland uh, rapper and comedian. Uh, all around great person, honestly. Now, uh, Charlie, how did how did we come up with the the idea for this theme song again? <laughs> uh, well, I was uh, in bed and I was partaking of the herb, as some <laughs> say, and uh, I was watching Keenan and Kel, which has an amazing theme song uh, theme, theme song performed by Coolio. And so I went, who's the coolest person I know that could make this? And we reached out to Shrista Tyree, and uh, she made us this. Well, hello, Shady Pines Radio listener. We're volunteer-run, but there is a cost for doing this here radio thing, so we rely on you for donations or monthly patronage through patreon.com, sales of our Shady Pines Radio swag, and advertising. So, you know, if you want to do a little advertising, say for your small business, your band, or an upcoming event, well, that's something we'd like to talk to you about. We can create affordable ads that play throughout the day, attracting people to your cause. And the ad revenue you provide goes towards keeping this volunteer radio station going and growing. Give it some thought and connect with us at ShadyPinesRadio at gmail.com. Let's help each other out. And thanks for listening. Shady Pines Radio. Here's another fun episode of Everything and Nothing with your hosts. I'm Chris, and that's Charlie. I'm Charlie. 
And this week's special guest is Shrista Tyree, a local Portland hey. rapper and comedian. What it do? What's up, y'all? Hello. Welcome. Thank you for being on the show. We in here. <laughs> well, actually, I'm out here, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were inside a car. That is in... I am. I am. Just to make sure we keep the peace. You know, when you live with other people, they be wild. They be wild. Let me hit the blunt, man. Let me hit that blunt. You hit. Nah, fool. Like, come on. Did I ain't trying to share right now. Right? I ain't sharing. My roommate doesn't smoke, so I'm good. Like, I just well, close the door. Well, lucky you. Yeah. My roommates are potheads. <laughs> I don't know. I do like having a communal bowl. Just... In the living room, just some just hey. some nuts that are always laying around. Just yep, whoever's in the living I room. I will say the we smoke. have one of those kind of. We don't chip into it a lot, well. but we have it. <laughs> Sometimes I put like an old roach in there or some shit. I'm like, I that guess that is a flawed system, Shista. <laughs> put all my blunt roaches in that bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh I was watching. God. I was watching this video of this crazy Florida man. He's all tatted up and just like some crazy old white guy out in the swamps of Florida. And he's like, see this? He's got like this can of roaches. He's like, I fucking eat the roach. And he like lights it, puts it on his tongue and then like smoke kind of smokes, puffs it and then like swallows it. What the fuck? Uh-uh. He ate like 10 of them like in a row. I'm just like, oh. Hell no, but do you get high? Would that be now an edible? Yeah, the original edible. Fuck it. Fuck it, get high, but I feel like that would burn the shit out of me. So fuck that. He must have a huge phlegm problem, and this is the <laughs> only way he can get through it. <laughs> I, think that, yeah. I think that that's how you come to this conclusion. That's my theory. Because that would almost instantly put it out, and that's why he's like, "No, no, no just throw another one in. We're gonna burn through this. It's gonna be fine." Yeah. Takes about ten. Tastes awful, but boy, does it work. And I'm high as fuck afterwards. So. <laughs> This, this guy was anyway. I stay high <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm like a new weed smoker, but I'm, I, I, my first job back in COVID has been a dispensary, so oh. now I just smoke all the time because I have it all the time. So I'm like, fuck, guess I'm a pothead now. Nigga ain't smoked in like 16 years, but I'm, I'm smoking now. Shit. Well, you started smoking because of your, your injury, though, right? Yeah, I got in a car accident, fucked my arm up, and then I got sick, and then. You know, the pain was unbearable. It got to a point where I'm like, man, I might have to, I might have to try this weed shit all these niggas are talking about. And my doctor was pretty much the one who was like, uh, not trying to say it, but to say it. Some of my <laughs> patients. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. And she signed the papers and yeah, got weed and been smoking since. <laughs> <laughs> was doing it for like, you know, pain and stuff. And it was funny because I was actually smoking like CBD blunts, like Cause they make weed that just you know it's yeah. CBD, which is weird. I didn't know that was a thing until it was a thing, you know. <laughs> until it was a part of me. So yeah, and then after that, I was like, hmm, let me see what this THC is all about. And <laughs> now, now I'd be high all the time. <laughs> it's just so satisfying. Like early in the morning, just like first thing, I like get up, I can make a cup of coffee, grind up a fresh bowl, and just like. With my nice new like my, my nice clean pipe and just like sit here like I'm watching the news just coffee and weed and it's like oh god this is fantastic. <laughs> Have you ever Pretty considered much. getting one of them uh toker coffee cups? 
What, what the what? fuck is a fucking toker coffee cup? I have you never seen more. this? No. I haven't. And I work at so, a dispensary. Maybe, maybe I have. So in the handle familiar. is where your lips will go. And there's a bowl on the other side of the <laughs> mug. And you put your weed on this side. You take your hit. And take your sip of your coffee. Oh my gosh! Like that sounds low key. Tight. Well, I I wasn't considering it, but now you said it, so I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> yeah, and buy yeah. One. Like, well, should you should look into that? I I want one. I don't even drink coffee. Fucking <laughs> yeah, there it is. That Let's is see. oh no, that's a different one. Smoke weed every day. I mean, yeah, I probably do. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't know if I could quit now. Like, I just, I don't know if I could because now it's like, what's the point? Like, I, I smoked as like a 12 year old and then I was like, it was just really hard to get weed, you know, as a kid. So I was getting weed, but That's then I got weed in high anymore. school. Yeah, I got <laughs> weed in high school and then, you know, some shit happened and then I quit. And then I just quit for like 16 years, but it was mainly because I was playing sports and like I thought it was a big deal and people made it like weed was so bad, you know? Yeah. And then now that I'm an adult, I'm like, what the fuck? This is not bad, nigga. This just makes you stressless. Like, my life could have been easier if I was smoking weed the whole time, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Like, I was so stressed taking it on sober this whole time. Y'all don't realize how strong I really am. Like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, no. damn. That's crazy. People thought I was a stoner from the age of, like, 12. But I didn't. I didn't actually smoke anything until I was, like, 16 or 17. And like Damn. as soon as I did, and I was late. like, "Oh man, I should have just." I mean, they thought I was a stoner anyway. I should have just done this. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. Everyone was asking me what the last fifteen years, anyways. Everyone yeah. just assumed I smoked. I was like, "No, nah, I don't smoke weed." Everyone used to be like, "What?" I even used to do a set about it, and I'm like, people would be like, "Wait, what? Wait, bitch, you don't smoke weed? Hold on!" Like they just be stuck on that. They wouldn't even wait for the joke. They was like, "Wait, bitch, you don't smoke weed? Hold up." <laughs> Like, no, there is a punchline coming. Can you shut up? <laughs> right? I don't understand. What do you... Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't smoke at all until I... Or uh, anything. Until I was 28. Uh, oh, yeah. And I was like, I got into... I'm like a year now. I got into the band and... Um, <laughs> a life of you know, drugs and that, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. Then, then you're a rock star and they Fast. give it to you for free. Yeah. <laughs> No, my like uh, Hannah, who's a good friend of the show, Hannah Hayes. She's like, Charlie, why don't you just try like this little part of this like hard candy edible? And I'm like, well, if it's candy, I'm gonna eat like anything that's candy. I'm gonna put in my mouth. I don't like you could give me anything that's like a gummy worm. I'm gonna eat it. Like I don't care. <laughs> like I'm gonna go out eating a gummy worm. Who cares? So no, she gave me like a little piece, and I was like, it's pretty okay. And then like the next day, she's like, I got this part of like this peanut butter rice crispy treat. Wait, 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 Charlie, are you like the poster child for like the kid that gets the drugs in his Halloween candy? Like, is that what's happening right now? Oh my yeah. gosh. I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I didn't, I never got <laughs> drugs as a as, uh, Halloween candy as a kid, but uh, maybe if I had, I would have been doing drugs way <laughs> then, like That would have been my gateway drug. I'd have been in. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I, I moved in with joshua and hannah and just they they're like we just smoke all the time I'm like oh okay like <laughs> cool. it becomes kind of a part of your life at some point like 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's just as much of a like I said, it's just as, just like a cup of coffee in the morning for me. It's like that same kind of ritual. Yeah, and I like to say smoke doesn't have calories, <laughs> <laughs> so I could be eating exactly. something right now, but I'm not. Okay, but the munchies are a factor here. I used to drink a lot, so like ever that's since a, I, that's another I feel thing. Like yeah. My weight hasn't came back. And like everyone's like, "Damn, you're still skinny. You eat like shit." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't drink no more though." But people don't really realize that. Yeah. Like my the biggest thing I took out of my diet was drinking alcohol. I drank alcohol probably every single day for like at least the last fifteen years. Like I drank every day. Like whether it was just like one beer, you know, just like at least drink. You were a comedian for fifteen years. A comedian, <laughs> yeah, right? Facts. <laughs> all day. Facts. <laughs> But yeah, that's all I did. And yeah, and then when I got into comedy, that's when my drinking got actually pretty heavy, literally. Yeah. You know how it is. Yeah, it's just your mental, it fucks you up. It fucks you up on some real shit. You just when you're just laughing at your traumas all the time, or you're just <laughs> laughing at shit that's like you're like, you get like how it can be funny, but you're also like, God damn, my fucking why I gotta trash myself all day. Shit. <laughs> For the amusement yeah, of others. Right? It's low-key some fucked up shit, but yeah, people never understand it. People never get it. And I hate trying to explain it to non-comedians. They're just like, I don't get it. Just be funny and shut up. And <laughs> you're like, yeah, we know you don't get it. And this is why you think it's funny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gosh. But yeah, comedy fucked me up. That's why, that's actually kind of how I took a break from it for a little bit and kind of fell into hip hop. It was, it was really the mental. It just was really fucking me up. Um, and so I just needed just like, I just needed to actually laugh, you know, because when you're a real comedian, you don't laugh. You're a comedian, you see too, uh, another comic laughing too much. You're like, yeah, they must be new. And I get that now. People used to always say that to me because I was so laughy. Like, oh, she's new. And I'm like, what does that even mean? And now I get it because you get in a fucked up mental state. But it's also, so hard to get me to like actually genuinely laugh now. Yes. It's so hard for me. It's hard, it's hard for me too. I'm just like, and like, people, like people's jokes don't make me laugh. Shows don't make me laugh. I don't laugh at anything because all I hear, hear is laughs 24-7. And also I hear the same comics doing the same shit all the time. Like even me, like I'm doing the same things in front of the same fucking comics on the same lineups. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, it gets old. <laughs> and it's like jokes become like, you don't even hear them anymore. I don't know. It's just like a job, you know, it's our job. But I can write them. It's still fun, though. You know, I can't. I can say the negative, but at the end of the day, I still love being on stage. I still love making people laugh. But the mental side of it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's up. so many times where, I, like, uh, two comics are here, and I'm like, I'm not a comedian, but uh, like something funny or someone says something funny, and instead of like laughing, just comedians will just be like, "That's funny." Just like, <laughs> yeah, that's high praise, like, though. That's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's, that's high say. praise, though. If we if we actually say it, it's acknowledge. Yes, yeah, like look, I know that I'm broken and I can't laugh right, but that was <laughs> funny. I want yes. you to know. <laughs> comics are very, very honest and blunt. That's what makes us comics. That's what makes us funny because we we can just we're okay with saying all this shit, even though it hurts. It hurts, but we're okay with saying all of it because at the end of the day, like say what the fuck you want to us. We've already made fun of ourselves, bruh. We've already yeah. made fun of ourselves in front of millions of people. We've posted ourselves getting roasted or us making fun of ourselves. Like, you don't, you can't say shit to us. I feel like comedy has also made me extremely strong because of that. Like, no one can really hurt my feelings now. And like, it's weird because like my whole life, I feel like I was bullied. And then it was like, I became a comic and finally got to stand up and say what the fuck I wanted to say. And it was like, oh, I finally get this moment. Okay. And so 
don't know. I, I comedy's a love hate relationship. I will say. Yeah. <laughs> love hate, love hate for sure. <laughs> but it's definitely made me strong. But love hate for sure. Yeah, there's def- there's definitely that point, especially for me when I'm like kind of feeling uh, depressed. <laughs> then like here's an example of like I was at a bar. This uh, I was out like out on the patio. We're out on the patio and we're all like um, drinking and stuff and. We're all on our phones because there's like nothing going on. And it's like 11 o'clock at night. This guy comes out with a drink. He's like, oh, look at everybody all on their phones. Like, why isn't anybody like talking and listening to stuff? And I'm like, dude, just say something interesting. Maybe we'll listen. Just like shut up about us being on our phones. <laughs> right? Do something, and he, motherfucker. And he's like, well, uh, did you know like your your go like your beard right here doesn't match up with you? I'm like, yeah, dude, I hate myself. You can't roast me by making fun of me, dude. Like, just right he's and like charlie oh. keeps telling me he's not a guy but like Facts. listen to charlie talk and <laughs> he sound like one he sound like one. so like, <laughs> then, like the guy he comes up to me later and he's like hey man that was pretty good we both got some got some licks in i'm like what like your shit wasn't yeah. funny you just made fun of my beard it wasn't even great like yeah, you could have called you. me fat. i know that's how I'd like... Be. I'm like i don't even like that joke people will say she's like that's not actually funny or i'll be like you know, um, I've heard that 14 million times. I'm aware I look like Queen Latifah from Set It Off. I've heard that 100 billion times. Like, come with something new, motherfucker. God damn. Yeah, I won't say it. Like, I won't say it. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I'm, like, claiming all that shit. I was like, I know I look like Queen. I know I look like Riley from the Boondocks. I know I look like a little Bow Wow. I mean, I'm just proud of that out. Riley one, though. <laughs> yes. I'm starting all that shit up. Because I'm at a point where I'm like, I'm tired of hearing some of these jokes. So in a way, I'm just kind of throwing it at people like, I'm a weird motherfuckers. And so for all like the non-comics, I'm just like, yeah, y'all are retarded. I'm already aware of this, but whatever. <laughs> okay, hold on. So you you mentioned Lil Bow Wow, which is so crazy because it's the second time I've heard that name today. Hey, he's crazy. I love him though. Uh, yeah, he had a super spreader concert in Houston last night. Oh, jeez. Uh, and I just I heard about it in the news this morning. That's so crazy that you like <laughs> mentioned him. Anyway. Fucking Bow wild. I've been following his journey because he was one of my first like rappers I really liked as a kid because he was a kid. Yeah. Um, we're the same age. So I think oh. we're like a year or around the same age. Yeah. So I grew up on Bow Wow. So I've been literally following his journey. So I, I sweat little Bow Wow. That was my guy. It's just weird to see him now because like. You know, he's a star so young, and then he just unraveled. Now he's crazy, but... Right, imagine if your comedian friends got money. This is what happens. I can't... Right. That's what I feel like would happen <laughs> to anyone. Like, you can get whatever you want, and then I think he, him or someone said it on... I watched, like, Growing Up Hip Hop, and it's just like, they're at a point where they can have whatever they want, and they've got it all. So they've pretty much chased all their dreams, and so they're at a point where, like, there's nothing left to do but to do drugs and act crazy. And, like, I don't feel like I get it in the weirdest way. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Because what yeah. else do you do when your whole life is based on chase your dreams? And then they literally chase their dreams and they are successful. And right. they're like, what right, happens when you cool. reach the pot of gold at the end yeah. of the rainbow? <laughs> cool, I got everything I want. Let's go do some drugs. <laughs> you win That's depression. Kind of what he just, yeah, you can just tell he does a lot of drinking. <laughs> But hey, have us the best of us, man. But he's a he's a child prodigy. I ain't gonna hate. People can hate on the club. There's a ton of people there. So we've bow out tight. People can hate on him on how he's acting crazy and all the shit in the media. But at the end of the day, he's a prodigy. Mm. 
He's been rapping since he was like 10. He's literally like had hit songs at 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Like this guy is a prodigy. Yeah. Kids, a kid, he was a kid doing all this shit. Like he's doing all this shit we're doing as adults and like shit we're stressed about. And, and he was doing this as a child. Like it's crazy to think about. So I ain't going to hate on another man's grind. He crazy, but can't hate on the grind, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Shrista, one thing we do like to do on the podcast, as you, as you mentioned <laughs> in our brand new friggin' theme song that hey. we love, uh, is the mental <laughs> health check. And I do kind of want to see, like, how are you handling Damn. life right now? Life. Like, yeah. I feel like my life has been crazy. Uh, as some know and some don't. Yeah, a year ago, I got in a car accident um, and I broke my, uh, I pretty much broke seven bones. I broke all my fingers. I broke my wrist. I broke my hand. I broke whatever the fuck this bone is. I broke the humerus. <laughs> Still funny though. <laughs> that was so corny. I had to though. I had to. I had to do it. No, it's fine. Let's cut that one out. Cut that one out. <laughs> we don't cut it. Anyway, that is the easiest way to ensure that whatever just happened is going to stay in. You know that, right? Facts. Facts. I'm a savage. <laughs> Anyways, I broke all that shit and then seven months go by. I'm not getting better and I'm going to the doctor a lot, blah, 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 blah. And uh, anyways, I got diagnosed with a deadly infection. So I got an infection from that surgery I had and I had been telling them I was in a lot of pain. They weren't really listening at all. But long story short, I had an infection. I pretty much had like a week to live. So by the time they listened to me, they um, had emergency surgery. So I had to get surgery just 10 hours later. Um and it was 10 hours because apparently your stomach has to be empty. So I had to wait. I guess that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how's an emergency? But I have to wait. I think I was high back then. If they tube you up and then they give you the anesthetic. You can choke on your own vomit. It's gross. Yeah. They're saying all this shit. They're like, yeah, bitch, it's emergency. But yeah, you got to wait. <laughs> and they're like, all right, we're canceling everything tomorrow. And so then I had the emergency surgery. And it was pretty much to just take this big old, they had all this metal in my arm and that's what got infected. So it just means the hospital wasn't clean enough. Different story, different day. <laughs> uh, anyways, they pulled it out and then I just started feeling better, but I was dying because I was, I had pseudomonas, which is a common thing, but for some reason they didn't catch it. And if you don't catch it, it becomes deadly. So I was fighting for my life for four months. I won, obviously, because I'm here on this motherfucker. Hey, swag. Uh, I beat that shit. Oh. Thank you. I beat that January 2020. Um, and so I came back to life after being out for pretty much a year. Um, and then I came back to life. And then literally two months later, COVID hit. Yeah. So I came back to life with immune system disorder. And then COVID hits. And then it's like, yeah, if you have any type of immune system shit, you could die. So now I'm just kind of weirdly back in that spot. They actually have no idea what will happen to me if I catch COVID because I just beat some infection that fucked up my stomach, my organs. So I'm on like this vegan diet now in life or I'll be fucked. So if you see me in healthy, that's why. If you see me in chicken wing, don't don't tell my doctors. Sometimes you gotta <laughs> just eat a chicken wing, you know? Veggie, Veggie Girl uh, has, those, <laughs> has those vegan chicken wings actually pretty some, decent. Yeah, there's some shit that I'm finding that actually is like low-key good. And I'm like, oh, there's vegan pizza, there's vegan this, there's vegan everything, honestly. I didn't even realize it until you That's have a to whole do industry that. now. Oh, yeah. yeah, it really is. It's crazy. Um, so I'm trying to eat better, but yeah, this last year's been weird because of COVID and people not caring and me not knowing what would happen if I caught it. So 
it's just kind of scary, but also I'm really out there because I'm a part, I'm helping out like in the protests or I'm speaking or I'm uh, just supporting the protests. I'm also just at work. I have to work a nine to five because I was doing live shows before, you know, that was my money maker. I made bank off of live hip hop shows. I was getting like thousands of dollars. So it was like, yeah. that was my money. So now I got to work a nine to five, which is hard when you go from like being your own like money maker CEO from type living shit. the dream. <laughs> then you go step back. Yeah. So it's just kind of like I got I beat life. Woo! I was excited. COVID hit. Woo! Lost all my money. Woo! Had no money that was saved because I was dying and lost all my job and lost everything before. <sighs> so it was just kind of like I was in I've been in a really shitty place. But ultimately I've been trying to adapt and like, you know, figure this shit out. So I found like a job at a dispensary and so now I smoke hella weed. Uh, so now I'm just smoking and I got like an eight to four job. It sucks. I hate listening to other people. I'll totally say that, especially being a comedian because we're so blunt. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to bite my tongue, I'll say. I've never really had to work for someone in so long that it's hard for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, customer service, Chris, is a whole nother dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I chose the position, which isn't even like the bud tender spot because they had a bud tender position and they had like this office inventory position. I applied for both. I didn't really care because I didn't have a job and I had no money coming in, but I got the office position. Thank God. So I don't have to do as much customer service. I still have to be like, I'm the assistant like of the manager. So I man, uh, help the manager out. So like I do a lot of shit, but I don't have to really do too much customer service. Thank God. Yeah. Because if I did, I would cuss a motherfucker out. But still, even listening to a motherfucker is annoying. Like, cause I didn't... <laughs> uh, I'm like someone's assistant. I would never be anyone's assistant, just FYI. I hope you don't ever watch this far. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I hate... I don't like it. I don't like being like someone... I, don't, I, I like being my own boss. So right now, the position I'm in is I don't like it. So I'm finding ways to adapt to COVID and make money a different way since I can't do it from live shows. Right. Uh, so I have some shit dropping. Um, we'll see how it goes, I guess. I don't really want to say anything because you never know where it's going to go or if it's going to happen or how it's going to happen or when it's going to, yeah, I don't know. So I ain't going to talk it up too soon, but I got some shit coming out that hopefully will start making some money, you know, trying to adapt. Cause like the way COVID's looking, I don't, I don't think it's going to, I think it's going to be at least another year to two years. Cause people aren't listening. Yeah. So, well, let me ask. I mean, uh, let me ask you the question that is: you don't have to confirm or deny if it's too close to home or anything. But have you been doing any uh, like virtual comedy shows or Zoom comedy or uh, music virtually? Um, let's say I would say I consider myself an entertainer now. That's what I'm trying to like push. Is I'm an entertainer um because i push pretty much everything so i i i feel like music is a part of me being an entertainer i feel like stand up comedy is a part of me being an entertainer i feel like a per- my personality like my tv personality or internet personality whatever the fuck you want to call it is a part of me being an entertainer um so for me i've been producing shit nonstop i don't feel like i've ever stopped honestly um even when i was sick last year um since I, I produced my shows, the two shows I had running every, like every week, I just assigned people different. I assigned people my tasks, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I assigned people those tasks and my shows kept running. And so I still had money coming in when I was sick, not as much money as I could have because people weren't as supportive because I wasn't there, but people knew going there was supporting me. So I still had my shows going somehow and somehow yeah. I had some money coming in. Um, 
And so that was, yeah, that was very helpful. <laughs> that, was, that was incredible. But it's, yeah, it's been hard. It's been rough out here. <laughs> it's been hard out here for a pimp. Hard out here for a pimp, for sure. Well, normally I'd ask how you're, how you're uh, managing, uh, but the answer is obviously just weed, which, you know. Man, stress levels, weed. <laughs> it's definitely weed, man. Because I'm like at the weirdest spot in my head. I'm like, bro, I don't even fucking know. But with like entertainment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying. With entertainment, it's feel, I feel like I never stopped because when I was sick, I had the event still going. Um, when I was unsick, <laughs> um, I was dropping music. And so I had I had a Thought She Loved Me song that dropped, I think it was February 2020. And then um, I was just... I had a lot of just different things going on. I had events going on. I, I, I think I think I won, or I know I won best of Willamette Week, best comedian. Yeah, I got. I made the top five. Um, I also won the Trailblazer Award for Portland Hip Hop um, from the Trailblazers DJ DJ OG one, uh, and that was with Win and Mike Cape. So I had a lot of shit that I feel like when I came back, all the stuff I did for the last two years, I was finally getting awarded for. That's yeah. how I feel. It was like I was finally getting that recognition that I never got. It sucks that I didn't really get to celebrate it like I wanted to because of COVID, you know? But, like, I got awards that I wanted. I got recognition I've been wanting. Um, I never said it. I never said I was slept on. All I did is worked hard, you know? I just yeah. worked my ass off for the last two years and got that shit. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I, I don't feel like I've ever stopped because, yeah, the Trailblazer Award was just the summer. Um, and then I just dropped Always Want to Hate. Yeah, which is my new song. I dropped That's that like awesome. two days ago. Stand up, stand up comedy. I haven't been doing. I'll say that I haven't done stand up comedy, but I've done comedy. Like I post comedy stuff on my Instagrams or my Facebooks or my social media stuff. So I always post like funny videos of me talking or um, funny raps or something like that. So comedy, I feel like I'm always posting. And but I do have a stand up show coming up. It hasn't been um, released yet. I think I got to sign some form or some shit I haven't. Some W9 shit. Y'all know how that goes. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put it in the list. That's coming out. In the, it's in coming the podcast out. If, if we February, can. February 14th with the Portland okay. Mercury. Nice. It's going to be a drive-up show. Drive-up show. So, oh, nice. Hey, coming soon. They told me I can promote it. They just haven't dropped the poster, so I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't, don't kick me out. They're going to be like, bitch, cut that. But nah, now, you did see. mention a song here a second ago. Uh, oh, yep. That I think you had sent me the link to. Give me I a did. second here. It is me talking shit. Always want to I unironically, because I knew you were coming on the show, so I did my research, looked up, and I saw it literally the day it premiered. I was l- looking at it and I'm like, okay, oh, okay, I wrote it. I wrote it last year. I did not know COVID was hitting. COVID changed the whole thing because we had a video that was going to be just so cocky at my shows because my hip hop shows get like my open mic has 40 plus people every week, which was a fucking open mic. So I was going to be cocky and have like, anyways, we're going to overdo it and COVID hit. So like no one wants to be around each other and I don't want to be around nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I didn't get to like, it didn't get to be released like I wanted we almost weren't even going to drop it. And then I was like, no, you know what? This song is fucking tight. I need to stop sleeping on this shit and just drop it. That's why it was random. And people were like, bitch, you had a song? Yeah, because I was going to drop it this summer. And then COVID never disappeared. Like everyone was saying it was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it just got worse. 
I was like, oh, I'll wait, I'll wait, because COVID. And then, you know, because we thought the original lockdown, what was it, two weeks? And then it just like extended, extended, yeah. extended, extended. Well, because, you know, people don't Wasn't that what April. was happening? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll just keep waiting. And then always on a hate kept getting pushed. So, yeah, we wrote it probably in fucking, I think, March 2020. So we're dropping it now, <laughs> a year later, pretty much. So it's a little less relevant, but at the same time, fuck it, because people... People are like, shit, that bitch has something to say. She said it. Fuck it. Do you, Tristan? We knew you had something to say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's it's really good. I've been listening to it. It's really good. That was a real ass laugh. Like, yeah. (laughs) Every now and again, you get one. That's how I am. (laughs) Here and there. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So I do have it queued up here, actually. Hit me. Do it. Do we just want to, okay? I'll explain myself later. Y'all can ask questions. Make sure, make sure you're sharing sound too. Oh, yeah, well, let me turn my mute on. Wait. You you know how professional we are. Right? Oh, so what is what does that mean, Charlie? <laughs> Charlie uh, with the facts. Yep. <laughs> the technical guy. Uh so when you go to screen share, if you're doing screen share, right? That's what you're trying to do. Sure. <laughs> and then so I thought it would there. just play through, but no, I have to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just. I don't and, know. Things. And then, so when you do screen share, there's another. Okay, thing well, you, you gotta... have to let me screen share then. Wait, I have to let you screen share. Why don't I just? Because you're the host. Yeah. Why don't I just do it then? Well, then, okay, Charlie, with your <laughs> battle station. So, I mean, yeah. I See, this is why we sent it down to 40 minutes because we've got. Yeah, mine says only the host can share the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Y'all like, that's I figured that out why, already. That's why Charlie's just going to. Just FYI, I was talking to myself this share whole time because I didn't know I muted myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I had to just say it anyways, pretend I knew. Chrome. <laughs> share. Oh, share sound. Optimize for video clip. There we go. I'm uh, sure that those will make sense to me someday. Are you seeing it? Is it happening? Yes. All right, good. It's, it's happening. Are you hearing it as well? Yes. Yeah, this is just my visualizer. I, I love it. It's tight, though. It has my whole song. Don't worry. Grouch, I don't even want to bother Hyping up trash, nickname should be Oscar hey, I'm bossing up, shooter like Dobie Turn around, jumper, always gonna yell Kobe Call me young puppy, making money in my city All these niggas hating cause I'm getting a little biggie You wanna sub so bad Eminem made it, now here comes Brad Change rap in my city, no more lag People always hating, but I gotta humble brag Why they always wanna hack? That's my boy Jedi. It's the sign. It's 
complain, nobody listening. Say what? We sleeping on your ass because you whispering. Some of you rappers think you fresh as a breath mint. Facts. When you're really just surrounded by yes men. Facts. Gassing you up with deception. Facts. Y'all niggas lost as my ex is. Comeback, I was bigger than a setback. Right. Rather take crack, or I'll take my ex back. Uh, ex bitches laugh, react on a post. We gon' see who gets the last laugh, petty hoes. Why they always wanna have? Why they always wanna hate? Why they always wanna hate? Cause I'm out here doing great. Why they always wanna hate? Why they always wanna hate? That's fantastic. I love it. Why they always wanna hate? Thank you. Thank you. No, so when I saw this, I was like, well, yeah, now I'm really glad we commissioned a theme song. Like that's that's what I wanted. Something like that. Anyway, okay. So, yeah, Token's my new guy. Yee. Shout out to Token. Hey. Hey, <laughs> that was always want to hate. Yeah, that was like my first real rap song because I had like two or three. No, I probably had like seven rap songs that I would be rapping but never like really dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wrote them as like trying to be funny. But this right. one I wrote as like trying to be a rapper. <laughs> So no one ever heard me rap like that. And they're like, oh, that's your sound. Like, no one knew what my sound was because <laughs> yeah. I was switching it so much. I was like, bitch, I don't know. I'm just writing some bullshit. But, like, I didn't know what my sound was. So we were just in the studio trying to fucking figure it out. And I found this goofy-ass sound. And I was like, that's that's my sound. That's, that's me. It. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, any, anytime you get a Sesame Street reference in there, I'm, I'm on yeah. board 100%. Man. Man. Charlie, what is it with trash. you? Nickname should be Oscar. I'm glad you got that. <laughs> no, I wrote this Sorry, song because Chris, like, did you ask me what's what was me and Muppets? We'll get to that later. Sorry, continue. Yeah, me and Muppets. Because I, I am Damn. a Muppet, Chris. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> no, I wrote that shit because like I feel like Portland hip hop, the reason like a lot of people haven't like got further, like they have so much talent in like the hip hop scene. Like it's crazy actually how much talent there is, but like why our city hasn't been known. I didn't know why at first, but once I got up there, I just like, I started like, I just got high, you know, I'm high. I forgot what the fuck we was talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, the Northwest, I've been- <laughs> I'm like, I'm been, so high. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember So I always wanna hate, I always wanna hate. Niggas be out here high and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, the Portland hip, oh here we go. The Portland hip hop fucking, I feel like they just like always have a ton of talented people, but they're always hyping up trash people. And it's like every time I meet someone, they're like, oh, this person's so good. And then I listen to the music. I'm like, yeah, that person isn't good. This person isn't good. This person isn't good. And that's why I also made a Simon Cowell reference in my verse. I said, I was like, Simon Cowell. And then I have my ad lib is, you're terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And, And it's just because like, I feel like the reason I got big in hip hop is because as a promoter here, like what they were lacking is they were just booking a ton of shows without actually talented rappers. And so when I booked my first show, for some reason, I guess I had talented people. I, I think it was Rashid Jamal, Jedi, Raquel Devar, Danny Sky. Um, so I just, that was my first show and that's who I chose. And then like every show after that, if anyone was in Portland hip hop, they know those are all dope people. It's like, I always had just dope people on my show and they're like, oh shit, this bitch really can like book some shows. Um, and then I realized once I got up there, I was like, man, 
the reason our scene ain't got bigger is because you guys keep hyping up trash ass people, bro. Stop hyping up trash ass people. And maybe people will be moving to Portland to get big, bro. Like, and I feel like we can be like the next LA. Like, I think we could be the next Portland. Um, I always say that because I feel like Portland is Portland. Like, we ain't trying to be the next nobody, motherfucker. <laughs> LeBron's trying to be the next Kobe. He just being the next LeBron, you know? He was never trying to be the next Kobe. Uh, RIP to my boy Kobe. But yeah, you know, I'd be out here. So really what the hip hop scene lacked was a discerning ear. And that's pretty much it. Boom. <laughs> Boom. And then I made my Oscar thing just because, you know, I grew up on yeah. the Sesame Street shit. But yeah, my, my, that's one of my favorite verses. Like, hyping up trash. Nicknames should be Oscar. And anyone who watches Sesame Street, anyone who watches Sesame Street knows Oscar hypes up trash. Because he likes trash. And it's I feel a full like song called I Love Trash. It's right there. Bro, right? And I feel like the Portland scene just is literally just a bunch of fucking Oscars. Like, everyone's a fucking Oscar. And there's a Trista Tyree's ass. Oh, there's a little, there's a little Trista Tyree over there. Oh, shit, there go Trista Tyree. All right, we got, we got a couple of Trista Tyree. No, I'm talking shit. I'm being real cocky. But that's what I mean. <laughs> Too many fucking Oscars in this bitch. Cut the more, Oscars. Hype up some Grovers. talent, bro. Man, hype up some fucking talent. Man, but yeah, drop that shit. Had a lot of fun with the verses, talking mad shit. You know, it's what I do. It's kind of my brand. It's not like like a mean talking shit. It's like a funny talking shit. It's like a say what's on your mind, like your subconscious thoughts talking shit. Because there's like there's Mike Epps talking shit where he like really is roasting you and your feelings are hurt. And there's my talking <laughs> shit where I actually like make you laugh. You're like, oh, I'll laugh with her. <laughs> Like, Mike, you ain't gonna laugh with him. You're like, God damn, he's grilling me. Fuck, my heart's broke. Nigga, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> now, yeah. how did you get into hip-hop, though? Like, actually, like, doing the music side of it? Man, I think it all just was, like, it was just everything. It's like, when I was doing stand-up comedy, I was hosting a hip-hop show. So people started like booking me to host hip hop shows. I didn't realize how much like uh, hip hop and comedy actually just correlate, at least in the black culture, like how they're mainly like all of like Def Jam, all that, it's all combined with hip hop, like all the music, yeah. they get the tightest DJ, they got like tight. Anyways, I didn't realize how much it combines. And so when I was getting bigger in stand up, they just started like booking me for hip hop events as a host. And so I just kept seeing a ton of events. Um, and then my uh, cousin's actually a rapper, of course. Everyone's a fucking rapper, I feel like. Everyone's a comedian, too. <laughs> when you're a comedian, you realize you think everyone's a comedian. But in the rap world, everyone's a rapper, you know? I feel like whatever you're in, it feels like everyone's doing it. Yeah. That's probably what it, that's probably what it actually is. Um, and, but I saw everyone rapping. I was going to rap shows and seeing it. And as a host, you get to see, like, kind of an inside of it, you know? And so... As a host, I was just kind of seeing it. And then I was like, you know what? I want to produce my own show. Um, and so my very first hip hop show actually was a benefit show for Qantas Hayes, RIP. He was a 16 year old gunned down by Portland police. Um, and they're still looking for his justice. You can actually follow his page. So it's at Qantas Hayes, anyone tuned in. Um, but yeah, so that was actually my first show. I did that Funhouse Lounge, super random. People were like, why are we doing this at a comedy lounge? It was because I didn't know anyone. All I knew at that time was comedy stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I only had comedy connects. And I was like, man, I'm trying to help out my people. I'm trying to, because at, at this time, I was like, the venue I can get. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was an activist, hip hop comedian. I've always kind of been an activist. Was, I've always had something to say, obviously, um, especially about, about BLM stuff. And so I was like, I want to get this to happen. And so I talked to 
uh, Funhouse. I almost said his name. (laughs) (laughs) I talked to Funhouse and um, yeah, we got it all coordinated and he did it completely free. And yeah, we hosted the show there and I think we made him like $1,200 just in cash, like actual cash, um, $1,200. Cause it was a free show. You just, the way to get in was donating or you can just walk in and everyone donated to his family. So that was freaking dope. And that's how like I got my first show. There's so many people, it was pretty dope. It was a really good experience. And then I was like, damn, that was tight. And then I started an open mic at Funhouse. <laughs> I'd be forgetting everything was at Funhouse because that's the connect I had. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I started Late Lyrics at Funhouse, which was my uh, hip hop open mic. But originally it was actually just a music mic with Zane Thomas. And so it was just a music mic that was not getting anyone there at the time. We were just kind of dead. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to promote hip hop because I know some hip hop people. I host these like shows sometimes. Like that's how it kind of really started. I never knew that until you just asked me this question. But (laughs) I was like, oh shit, that's how it started. Oh fuck. Yeah, right, we're gonna we're gonna teach you something about something, yeah. even if that something's your Damn. goddamn self. Right? I was like, my mind just blew. I'm like, oh yeah, that's how it started. I was like, yeah, let me let me get some hip hoppers. I host these little hip hop events. Like, I just looked at hip hop as like this cool little thing. And then like I invited, <laughs> I think it was like Stuggle Mandela and his crew, and they literally came through like ten deep. And I was like, oh okay. It was like a two months into the mic, and then um, Zane ended up uh, going his own separate way, and I just kept the show. Uh, I did it for like two more months and I just moved locations, but I was like, eh, I guess I can do it. And I kept it. Oh. Yeah. And I think the I... only time I saw late lyrics, uh, cause I'm a shitty oh, friend is, uh, I was on my way back from an open mic and I was walking past a place that was like all glass on the, on the <laughs> street side. And I saw you and Rochelle Cochran up on stage and I was like, Oh shit. Oh I God, know her. <laughs> what? Yeah. So yeah. So I was doing it at Funhouse first, and then when Zane left, I was just hosting it myself. And then I brought my friend um, Echo the Savage on with me. And he did sound with me, and then we quit it because I was like, I don't know, I don't really. For me, I was like, this is a lot of work. I don't know if I want to do production weekly like this. So for me, it felt like too much, and I was like, nah. And so we actually we ended it. We ended late lyrics, or I don't. Even, it wasn't even technically late lyrics at the time, like. I was just throwing the name out there. I didn't think I was going to keep it, which I did. And so, <laughs> yeah. And then we quit it. And then like, we found just a tight location downtown and um, Echo hit me up. It was like, you down to start up with that open mic again? We can call it whatever. And I was like, honestly, I kind of just started branding late lyrics. And I was like, fuck it. Let me see if Zane's cool with me using the name since like we kind of thought of it together. And uh, I hit him up and he was like, I don't give a fuck. You thought of that. And I was like, yeah, technically like, I kind of did. And he was just like, nah, it's all you, bro. And he was just really cool about it. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And so I kept the name. And then, yeah, we started doing the open mic, um, Portland Burger. That's what I was like, what the fuck was it called? I was like, Portland Burger, <laughs> downtown Portland. And it was just a better location because Funhouse is in such a weird location. Yeah. And- yeah, and so most people I know didn't have cars, and so when they were trying to take the bus, and everyone was like, I had to take two buses and a max, and it was like a whole thing. And we were only getting like six people there, and I was like, this isn't worth my time. When yeah. we switched to downtown Portland, the max actually stops in front of, Port- or behind Portland Burger. So like, anyone who drives the max knows like the max is way tighter than the bus. But uh-huh. everyone was taking the max, and so it was just so convenient. And then it's downtown, so there's 40 million buses. There's a bus on every corner. And yeah. so then we just packed out every week. We were just doing it on Wednesdays, random ass time. And we were packing out every week. And at that time, like, I wasn't smart enough to, like, know I can make money from that. Anymore. 
Different story. <laughs> different story. Different story. I know that feeling. Yeah, you know when you just that was actually my, people don't realize it was my first event. People don't get it because I had so many people there. They just assume I've been doing this forever and didn't yeah. realize. No, this is my fifth. This is my fifth event right now. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I didn't realize how much money I could have been making. Like, there was so much I could have did better at the time. Yeah. But now with COVID, you know, you can think about everything and be like, oh my God, what am I going to do way better this time around? <laughs> as soon Yeesh. as people can be in a place. Right, right. <laughs> Until then, we're adapting. We're yep. adapting. And that's, yeah, that's where I'm at now. I'm like, I'm adapting. So, podcast coming soon. Stay tuned. Not really, uh, not that soon. Like, summer. <laughs> It's not that soon, but you guys know how planning is for that. Um, <laughs> do we? And then, do we yeah, plan for this? <laughs> not for this one. Not for this one. Oh, I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm about to do like 20 guests ahead of time because I'm like, I don't want to spend too much time editing and doing all. I just want to knock it all out and then just knock out all the fucking editing. It's gonna be a lot because yeah. sometimes what happens, at least in my life, I put too much on myself. And then it's like every day I have four different projects to do. And that's what I did pre-COVID. Taking on 10 projects and you realize, oh, shit, I don't really have that many hours in a day. I mean, I could do it, but I'm going to just not sleep. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. So with like a podcast, I was like, I'm going to not rush it. Also with COVID, there's no reason to rush anything right now. Um, And then me and Echo, we're going to do a review show, hip hop review show. So it's going to be our spinoff of Late Lyrics. So I haven't really released it, but we're going to kind of release it, I think, actually, like, next week or in two weeks. So this fall is perfect timing. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do a late lyrics review show because what we were doing before was an open mic. And technically, like, if you ever came to my open mic, which you did, like, I was always up there talking shit. Yeah. It was always low-key <laughs> a review show, and everyone always would talk to me after. People stay just to ask my opinion on their shit, even if I trashed it. Like, no one gave a fuck because, like, at least she's honest. Um, so we just, yeah, we feel like a review show would make sense. A lot of people are doing review shows right now, but for us, like business wise and our brand we created, we're actually doing it because people keep asking for open mic. They keep wanting us to do like zoom open mics or like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. So I'm like, no, (laughs) that just, it's not smart. I'm making smart moves this time around. Like I see where you guys are coming from, but I'm not doing that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do a review show. And I'm going to do it the smart way where I can make money, you know, because we do all this shit and forget that you do need to make money and shit to keep shit going. Yeah, Charlie um, and I are bad at that part. Yeah. Yeah. I've been bad at that for three years now. Now that I've been <laughs> sitting around, I've been watching all these YouTube videos. I'm like, man, I really need to get on my shit, bro. But yeah, we're going to do the review show and it's just going to be late lyrics spinoff. So it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. I'm excited. I'm excited because I already was doing like, I just miss that about late lyrics. I miss like people just openly cool with me telling them about their music and i would you know i'm a comedian so i'd be up there talking shit like i or like their names it was my thing with late lyrics i always made fun of people's um rap names i almost said that i was gonna say names but i ain't trying to get cussed out but <laughs> there's just so many stupid rap names and then like after i'd say their name i'd always clown their name I'd always talk shit about their names like bro but i just miss all of that and i think the review show will bring that back because i think with covid a lot of what happens is we all forgot what it's like to just have fun again. And I miss that feeling on the stage. I just, I just miss that excitement. And like, just even, even though it's just a review show and it's just going to be me and Echo in the studio, we're always in the studio. Like, it's just like something different, something new because COVID life is so boring. So boring. You have to find out how to adapt, how to make yourself more excited about life, how to, 
be more motivated to do shit. Like I thought at first, oh, it's cool. I got all this time. And now it's like, oh my God, I have all this time. And now I feel stressed <laughs> that I don't do stuff. So like when I waste a day, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't do anything. And then I'm stressed. I didn't do anything. It's just weird dynamics right now. Well, just remember that it's not that you wasted a day. It's that you spent a day resting, which is also important. Be okay. kind to yourself. Chris, if I'm not mistaken, that's part of the process. Day. Yeah. My rest day. You're right. It's process points. <laughs> it's a process. <laughs> it's a process. You got to love the process, day. you know? You got to love the process. Rest. You have to, it, I, I need time to just like figure out what day. I'm going to do. I need, you know, I need time to yeah. come up with ideas. Exactly. And then, and then, like this week, like I came up with a bunch of pretty great ideas and like bust, like pumped them all out in like a week because I just like okay, I got the time, I have the energy, I have the money right now because I got paid. So, boom. hey, things get done. Yeah, facts. I bought a. Uh, it's still coming in the mail, but I got a. Uh, it's this kit for. Um, it's a. <laughs> It's a MIDI drum software that is played with a virtual camera or like it's a camera, but it's like a motion tracking camera. So you can play drums in the air with your, these sticks and it tracks your movements and it's a realistic drum sound in the air. Uh, So so I can practice in my tiny room. You're going to play invisible drums. Well, just to practice. I mean, I just, I haven't well, been yeah. playing. But no, I mean, that's, I'm just saying that sounds cool as shit. I know. You I'm really to just excited. just play ghost drums. Yeah. Like, that is awesome. The yeah. future is now, buddy. I know. And so like the before, I always like, I tell people like, yeah, I live in an apartment and they're like, well, just buy electronic drums forehead. And I'm like, um, it costs like a thousand dollars, buddy. And it still takes up the same space as a real drum set. What do you I love the lava lamp effect we're getting. That's beautiful. Oh, you like that? My bad. My oh, camera won't stay. So are you kidding me? We are high. I just got this for fucking Christmas. <laughs> it doesn't work though, but I'm not gonna say nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it still looks cool as shit. I know. I was like, it's cool light, but it hasn't worked since I got it. So I'm oh, sad that is about kind that. of a shame. Yeah. That is yeah. ghetto shit, but whatever. <laughs> hey, it's the thought that counts. Exactly. I was like, ooh, that is low key tight. I'm a '90s baby. Actually, I'm not an 80s baby, technically. 89, you know. You know, I'm on that cups. Cusps. What the fuck's wrong? I mean, you grew up through the 90s. I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, you're... Right? Uh, Chris Same and I are, shit. Are, well, I'm 90. Chris, are you... I'm 90. Okay, yeah. Oh, you know, okay, okay. See? Close. 89, baby. 89. I think Bow Wow's 87, speaking of Bow Wow. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so... Speaking of the 90s and stuff like that, I just figured out because I have CBS All Access, which I got because I wanted to watch. Because I Star- have all CBS All Access. Uh, hold on. Well, because I wanted to watch Star Trek. And I know that makes me sound like more of a nerd, but it's true. <laughs> it's just really is. <laughs> My calculations. Uh... Uh, but CBS is owned by Viacom, which also owns Nickelodeon. So all of my favorite old Nick shows from the 90s are on there. So Hey Arnold, uh, all that, Keenan and Kel. Which uh, is how Charlie just, came up. That's why I came, that's why I was the, like listening to it. I'm like, shit, this is the best song. theme song that ever existed because Coolio yeah. did it. Like, <laughs> and the truth comes out. Uh, and yeah, it's so I was just like, that's lit. Nineties cartoons were the shit. That's oh, why I don't I, like Disney Plus because it doesn't have tight shit. I'm like, it's missing everything. I was on there the other day. Wait, wait, like, you oh. don't get like the Little Mermaid 
or the Aladdin TV shows from like the nineties? I don't think so. Plus, that'd be stupid. I I know original DuckTales is on there. That's something. At least, like DuckTales. Got me thinking now. I'm like, sure, write that down. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna just look it up. (laughs) Right. This is why we have a Charlie. It's great. Oh, you got the computer, huh? Shit. I did buy a new computer. Hey. Oh man, Uh, when I get my bonus, that is that is the goal. I'm gonna upgrade my it's computer sorry. so that I have a computer that can run hey. a second monitor. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about buying a second computer too. So. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's not. That's so crazy. The Aladdin show is not on Disney Plus. See, they don't have nothing on Disney Plus. That is stupid. You I know, know they do they have Ducktales. Have, I do like Ducktales. Oh, they got Ducktales, and, oh, and they have the Mandalorian. I like that. I think we've just about eaten up our time here. Yeah, hey. honestly. Shrista, this has been a fantastic episode. I do want to thank you so much for coming out and working with us. And again, yeah. thank hey. you so much for this fucking theme song. Oh my hey, god. I'm excited for the drop, man. It's I get lit. so hype every time I listen to it. <laughs> so tight. So tight. <laughs> Glad to help y'all out. We in there. Thank you. Oh my god. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Thanks yeah, so me. when you get your podcast off the ground, we'll of course start putting it, uh, sharing it out on Facebook and shit. Uh, hey, appreciate it. I love you. That was great. I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And Charlie with the facts, Chris with the comedy. Yee. Let's get it. Hey, thanks for having me, y'all. Yeah. Tristan Tyree. There we have it. That was a uh, that was a cool episode. Um, Chris, uh, what did we learn today? I mean, I think what we learned is that hip hop and comedy mix together like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, big thanks to our special guest and theme song creator, Shrista Tyree, uh, for coming on. Thanks so much for the, the song and for being on and being amazing. Uh, you can check her out on Instagram and Facebook when she's not banned, and we'll have all her links like and stuff. Twenty percent of the time, it's great. <laughs> uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. You can listen to all our old episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can donate to us directly, Patreon.com/slash Everything Podcast. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We have not been banned yet to my knowledge we have not actually uh i've been i've been doing pretty good at at keeping us able to keep people up to date as to what's coming up uh honestly check the check the facebook page out more often we're going to be posting more in season two here uh just trying to make sure that you guys know who we've got coming up now that we've figured out uh what a production schedule as (laughs) what huh what what a production yeah i know it's we're we're doing great guys and as always, you can listen to us right here uh, Thursdays on Shady Pines Radio. From 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. each Thursday morning. 
as you know, because it's now 10.58. <laughs> and a half. And a half. <laughs> I, you I know, guess. the more we talk, the longer that's we're going to have to push that back. So I'm not 100% on that. All right, guys. See you next time. Shady Pines Radio. Blah, 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 blah.